This is the Midday Market Report for Tuesday. I'm Mark Magnuson. I'm on the phone line today with John Heinberg from Total Farm Marketing. John, what are we seeing on the grain market so far today? Well, we got some mixed grain trade today. It's weakness in that soybean market, so let's just get started there. First off, kind of watching soybean meals against a market that's heavily overbought, consolidating a little bit after that breakout. And again, that led us to strengthen the soybean market yesterday. We'll have to see if we can continue to push higher here again, tied to the Argentina crop as well as the demand for soybean meal internationally. You know, so that's kind of weighing on the market a little bit there, but still got some good demand on those front month beans. We're seeing a little bit of strength there as the spreads continue to move out. In other words, the bull spreads where they own the old crop versus the new, that's where things are kind of moving. But that November number is being pushed a little bit today, again, anticipating that large South American supply coming online, maybe tightening up some of the demand down the road for U.S. beans. Corn's a little bit of a follower day, kind of following the wheat market a little bit to the upside. Again, the wheat market pricing some gains in, watching the, winter, the cold weather come coming through the ice storm through the southern plains here, any possible it, it damage that could have done to the winter wheat crop. So it's got a nice little push there. Plus watching the technical side to see if that wheat market can find a way to break out. But corn can, continues to be tied to the 680 handle here, just gaining a penny or two at this time frame, with maybe most of the strength in the back months. A little cautious that we're starting to see some, some of those bull spreads unwinding. In other words, that front versus back starting to narrow up. Maybe that's a sign the demand might be starting to slow down a little in a window where we really needed to pick up. John, we've seen some reactions to the weather in Argentina and South America in general, specifically when they were receiving some more rain recently. Now it looks like it's going back to a dry pattern, at least for Argentina. So do you think we'll see a similar reaction from the markets? You know, we priced a lot of that in. Well, again, that's obviously going to be the trigger here. Does that crop finally get some stability with the recent rains? Does it start falling uh, falling apart again? I've heard the term boomerang drought, you know, comes back again out there we'll see you know again we're seeing some decent demand on the front end of the soybean market again the March contract holding the strength here for the market today you know that just tells me that there's some end user buying out there the other side that's supportive too is the wet weather in brazil harvest pace is about 50 percent of where it needs to be again very early typically they're about 11 12 percent harvested in this window they're trading doing it now around four five six percent depending on what numbers you see but that's preventing some beans to get to the ports it's building up some backlog in terms of vessels waiting to get beans, and we're seeing some export business come our way because our beans are ready, they're available, and they can get in and get them out quickly. John, I know when the invasion into Ukraine started, we were kind of thinking, you know, is this going to be a short-term event, a long-term event? How do we kind of figure things out? And now it has turned into a long-term event, and you look at some of those production estimates out of Ukraine for 2023, mm -hmm. and they're not pretty. So what do we do with that information? You know, again, that's just going to keep some support underneath the cereal grains, corn and wheat markets in general. You know, we're looking at about a 50 percent, just kind of rounding it number uh, in terms of decline from where it was pre-war levels. You know, again, that's not even talking the logistics, the lack of supplies, things that those producers need to get the crop in the ground or get the crop harvested for the next year. So, again, that's just going to shuffle the demand chairs a little bit in terms of where that corn is going to get sourced from. Now, Brazil, obviously, stepping up into the market, being a little bit bigger player here with that agreement with China. In fact, there was some whisper that China picked up some July corn from Brazil at a fairly significant discount. The U.S. prices in that time window, again, which keeps me cautious of them, longer-term view of the corn market, 
But again, that's just going to open up that demand window for somebody else to maybe step in and take out that U.S. corn with those U.S. or those Ukrainian supplies just not being available like they need to be to meet that global demand. And John, what is the news so far today on the other side of the markets with the livestock markets? Well, cattle markets probably clearly in focus today. I mean, a big day yesterday as the market's preparing for today's cattle inventory numbers coming out right after the market closes at 2 o'clock Central Time. We're expecting to see another about 4% drop in the beef cow herd. That could put the beef cow herd at its lowest levels on record, even taking out the level from 2014. Now that spins over into the calf crop size, which again, we're looking at another reduction there prior to last year. And again, which could put our calf, the cow cat, or the calf herd levels at the lowest level since 2014. Again, just reflecting the lack of cattle numbers out there. Now you go look at the price side of things, live cattle in terms of historically, we're getting close to those all time highs. We're checking, they were one in two. 2013 14, we're in the 171 72 window. We're already kind of poking there with the April 24 prices. But feeders still got some room to go, just holding around the $200 levels. You know, we took those April, those 14 prices up into the 230 window, so there still might be some room for feeders to go. And that's not a problem that's going to fix itself quickly with the lack of cattle numbers. That could take a year or two just to start seeing the change over in terms of changing the cattle cycle from a reduction to a growth type pattern. John Heinberg, our guest. Thank you, John. For the analysis, how can listeners get in touch with Total Farm Marketing for more information? Sure, love chat with them anytime. Feel free to give me a call, 800-334-9779. Shoot me an email at johnh at totalfarmmarketing.com. And again, that website of ours is also totalfarmmarketing.com. A lot of great information for producers out there. John Heinberg, thank you so much and have a great rest of your day. Sounds good. Have a great day. That was John Heinberg with Total Farm Marketing. We will have a check of the numbers next. Well, we got some mixed grain trade today. It's weakness in that soybean market, so let's just get started there. First off, kind of watching soybean meals against a market that's heavily overbought, consolidating a little bit after that breakout. And again, that led us to strengthen the soybean market yesterday. We'll have to see if we can continue to push higher here, again, tied to the Argentina crop, as well as the demand for soybean meal internationally. You know, so that's kind of weighing on the market a little bit there, but still got some good demand on those front month beans. We're seeing a little bit of strength there as the spreads continue to move out. In other words, the bull spreads where they own the old crop versus the new, that's where things are kind of moving. But that November number is being pushed a little bit today, again, anticipating that large South American supply coming online, maybe tightening up some of the demand down the road for U.S. beans. Corn's a little bit of a follower day, kind of following the wheat market a little bit to the upside. Again, the wheat market pricing some gains in, watching the, winter, the cold weather come coming through the ice storm through the southern plains here, any possible it, it damage that could have done to the winter wheat crop. So it's got a nice little push there. Plus watching the technical side to see if that wheat market can find a way to break out. But corn can, continues to be tied to the 680 handle here, just gaining a penny or two at this time frame with maybe most of the strength in the back months. A little cautious that we're starting to see some, some of those bull spreads unwinding. In other words, that front versus back starting to narrow up. Maybe that's a sign the demand might be starting to slow down a little in a window where we really needed to pick up. With your midday market report, I'm Mark Magnuson.